Hey, good Wednesday afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Trail Tidbits, VolQuest.com recruiting mini pod. I'm Eric Kane, and that is Matt Ray. Got a lot to discuss here in the next 20 or so minutes, so let's dive into it, Matt. A massive, massive recruiting weekend for Tennessee. It's the Georgia game, obviously a big game in itself. Uh, but Tennessee is going to be hosting five official visitors and a couple flip candidates. Let's start first with a guy who just committed, or just decommitted rather, from LSU. Been trending away there for a while. Not an official visit, but Kai Bates is back in town. This is a Tennessee-Florida State battle and a big weekend for Tennessee to try to close it or to try to really, really, really move that needle towards the finish line. Yeah, Kai Bates is coming off a visit to Florida State, and I think there's a little bit of you know, reading into that probably. Florida State's been in this. They, they've been in it for a while, and, and we've touched on that. Um, but Kai Bates has been trending away from LSU for a little while now. Um, you know, Tennessee's continued to work in this one. I've talked to Kai Bates, you know, a couple times recently, and the Vols have been a constant for him. And I think that's one thing that continues to stand out. Uh, the hope is to get him here this weekend. He should be in town. Um, and, and it's going to be a big chance to try to impress him. He's got a really good relationship with Ron Jean-Marie, Willie Martinez, and John Schimple. Um, I, I think he really likes the opportunity at Tennessee. I, I, to be honest with you, I, I think he liked it the first time around. Um, yeah, and that's why we continue to reiterate that the Vols were in this, could be in this one until the end. And they've played the long game, and now they have a chance with Ty Bates. Uh, the more you talk to people – it does seem like FSU is a legitimate threat, but right now Tennessee has a chance to really grab momentum this weekend and push this one toward the finish line as they're in as good a spot as anybody for Kyle Bates right now, in my opinion. A flip candidate, and Tennessee's kind of got the inside track here because he's a teammate of 2024 quarterback Jake Merklinger, who we'll get in a moment. A really, really nice game, and we'll recap that in the stat roundup. But this is Michael Smith, a four-star tight end. Uh, really highly rated, uh, of course, from Calvary Day. He's going to be in town for an official visit. That's Michael Smith tied in, and he's currently a South Carolina commitment. Chance for Tennessee to uh, try to flip this guy. Yeah, you know, we've kind of said here for the last you know, four or five weeks that Tennessee needed to get Michael Smith in town for it to feel real. Um, getting him here this weekend, Jake Merklinger set to be back in town. I think that's big for Tennessee. They have his ear right now. Conversations have been pretty good. Uh, you know, you need to take another step in that one this weekend. But this is going to be one of those recruitments that goes into December. Uh, Auburn's working to get him on campus for the Iron Bowl, and it would be, you know, pretty surprising if he doesn't make it back there at this point. But South Carolina battling tooth and nail to hold on to him. But this is, to me, for Tennessee, there's been some familiarity there. Jake Merkinger's been in his ear for a while. But for me, this is the opportunity for Tennessee to make a move in this recruitment and solidify themselves as this one pushes towards signing day. All right, so they start off strong with two uh, two guys Tennessee very much wants in Kai Bates and Michael Smith. Let's go on to some other official visitors planning to be in town. One of those, the number one off at the tackle in the country. We talk about him every single week here on Trail Tidbits. That is Jordan Seaton of IMG Academy. Yeah, you know, I don't think there's a ton to update with Jordan Seaton leading into this official visit. It's important. It, it's one of the most important visits of the weekend, probably the most important, depending on how you want to look at it. Um, you know, again, for him, a chance to be back around this staff, continue to build familiarity, get more comfortable in Knoxville. Boot Carter will be back in town this weekend. Those two have hit it off heavily during the recruiting process. Who hasn't Boot Carter hit it off with at this point? 
Um, it, it would be a shorter list, in my opinion. But, you know, those two have connected, I think, for Jordan Seaton. He'll be around some faces that he knows once again, as Tennessee will have a host of commits in town. And, you know, they're going to they're gonna try to push this to the finish line. This is going to be a recruitment that, you know, is continued to be decided in the coming weeks. Uh, we'll see if he makes it back to Ohio State sometime between now and signing day. It feels like they have a chance. Oklahoma's still battling to be in this. But Alabama's been in a good spot since the spring, and, and they're staying steady there. Florida's in the mix heavily as well. So this is an important visit for Tennessee this weekend with Jordan Seaton as they continue to show well in this recruitment. But this is a heavyweight – this is a – is, I mean, this is the this is the heavyweight battle that you're looking at. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's several others in this class that are big boy battles, but this is the the main card of WrestleMania. Um, if if you want to welcome call it to that. the main event. Yeah, this is this is the guy that in in 2024 that you can kind of change the dynamic of this class, and it's already a solid recruiting class. But you you close with Jordan Seaton on the offensive line, and you know it's been an impressive haul for Glenn Ellerby and company. I think the most talked about targets during the football season here in the fall in 2024 has been Cam Michael. Of course, Tennessee, Georgia, Colorado. Uh, Cam Michael, he plays wide receiver. He plays defensive back. He plays little running back. He's playing quarterback right now. We'll get to that here in a moment uh, in, uh, in our stat roundup. But Cam Michael, um, it was a – here officially earlier in the season coming back for the Georgia weekend and another one that Tennessee needs to needs to show well with. Yeah, this is, you know, again, I think you're right. I think this has probably been one of the more talked about recruitments for some time. You're talking about a top 100 guy. And the funny thing is, I mentioned this in the Monday night chat over on the general scorers is I don't think Cam Michael enjoys the process of being a top 100 guy that everyone's talking about and trying to figure out and, and things like that. I think he just enjoys being Cam Michael, and it's kind of why this process has been his. There's been different times where schools have tried to push him one direction or another. Georgia tried to push him into the class as a defensive back um, several months ago. Now here they are having to try to recruit him as a receiver. Um, he's been busy on the road of late. He, he's been to Colorado. He's been to Georgia. Um, you know, those are the two schools that are shaping up to be the biggest competition uh, for the for the playmaker from Statesboro, um, you know, and he, he's he's relatively quiet right now. But Tennessee again has been a constant in this one, so I think for him this weekend, and we'll have a little bit more on him um, throughout the week. This is going to be about getting back up there and being around the people. He he's seen everything. He's seen everything at the engineering college. That's important to him. He wants to be around the people. He wants to see. You know, what it's like another weekend on Rocky Top. His family expected to be in town with him. It'll be good for him to be around Jake Merklinger. There's a relationship there. Um, you know, this is this is a big weekend, obviously, when you're talking about it just being five days away. But just the way after this visit being five days away from his commitment. Um, but when you look at the way that Cam Michaels attacked his decision, I, I do think that he goes home and he takes a couple of days to decompress and then he finalizes. I don't think it's going to be a visit high decision. I do think it's big for Tennessee to get the last pitch, obviously, but I don't think it will be a visit high decision. I think he's a guy that will go home, decompress, talk to his family and, and find the fit that's right for him. One thing that he consistently tells me is all of these schools are good in their own way. Matt, uh, AP and I on the on the field there after the Missouri game, we were doing that recruiting roundup, and we, we brought up Elias Williams, and 
Of course, he's a defensive line commit for Missouri, and we wondered if he would even make it to town after, you know, Missouri just trounced Tennessee last weekend. Of course, Missouri's doing all they can, saying, well, why are you going to go there? We just, we just handle business yeah. up here. Why, why are you going to go entertain that? But as it stands right now, Lise Williams, the defensive line commit, flip candidate for Tennessee, going to host him uh, this weekend and uh, a chance to again move the meter. And to kind of show, hey, and, and again, one game, we, we talk about this in recruiting all the time, you know, one game doesn't make or break a recruitment, but it, it's not good when your your main competition, the school that he's recruited to or committed to, just beat your brains in last week. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that it's for Missouri, who's fighting tooth and nail to hang on to him, it's a selling point, right? You know, we dominated him up front, and, you know, we we think it can be even better when you get here. Um, you know, for, so for Tennessee, you you have a chance to get him back. Here's the thing working in Tennessee's favor in this one is Tennessee can sit and point to the a dominant performance from the defensive front against Texas A&M. He was in town for that game. That's why it was so important to get him here on that official visit. He told me on Tuesday afternoon that the plan was to still be in Knoxville this weekend. Um, we plan to have a preview of his official visit coming up um, over on VolQuest this week. This is a big visit. This is a guy – that Tennessee covets. He is, you know, in my opinion, the guy on the defensive line that the Vols would like to add to this class. And uh, you're still battling Alabama. Things went well there, um, you know, for that visit. But, you know, I think Tennessee is a strong contender in this one, and this visit will go a long way for Elias Williams. We've talked about this a good bit with him, and you talk about one game swaying one thing or another. I, I don't think he is far enough along in the process that he's a guy that can look at it that way. You know what I'm saying? He He's committed to Missouri. He's got big-time offers. But really, all this kind of started blowing up for him in August, and now it's moving at warp speed. So I think he's trying to take in a lot and look at everything, not so much just an one single-game result. Um, so I think, again, this official visit will be huge. We'll see if he visits anywhere else again after this weekend. But from there, it'll go to those in-home visits for Elias Williams. All right, let's get one more prep star before we go to the uh, junior college route. A couple of big JUCO guys in this weekend. Talked about Michael Smith, teammate of Jake Merklinger, current commit of South Carolina. That's a huge target for Tennessee. But another target, tight end position that's continued to kind of come around a little bit. It was big back in the summer, went away a little bit. Tennessee's kind of back in it. Uh, my likely going to Oregon, but who knows? It's going to be Roger Saliaponga that's going to be in this weekend, and Tennessee needs another tight end uh, in, in the worst way. Tennessee has got to um, replenish at that position, and if you can take both, you take both, but you know it's likely not going to happen, but uh, a chance to get Roger back in town and, and try to put your best foot forward, that's this weekend for Tennessee. Yeah, this is another one that Tennessee's played the long game with. Roger Saliaponga was very upfront that this recruitment was going to stretch out into November, December. He wanted to focus on things at a high school level. He would he fielded calls from coaches, but he didn't want to be on the road. A tremendous amount taken away from his team. Um, he's right in the middle of an official visit slate. Um, you know, Oregon very much in play. Auburn's working in this one as well, and Tennessee's hanging around in the mix. I think he's got a really good relationship with Alec Ablin. I think. Um, you know, the way that this staff has continued to work with him, working some times from out in that area. I think he's hearing from Josh Heupel pretty routinely. Um, 
you know, I think he's hearing the pitch that they need guys that can be pass catchers. I think one thing that he'll focus on this weekend is that pass catching aspect of what these tight ends do, or at least how they try to get them involved um, in the pass game. He wants to see the developmental side of things. Um, but, you know, again, with Tennessee, there's opportunity there, right? Uh, you, you look at Oregon, the Ferguson kid out there is young. The, the tight end out there is young, but he's getting some run. He's, he's a really good football player. Um, you know, you look at Auburn, you know there's going to be opportunity there, but there's going to be opportunity here at Tennessee too, and that's going to be something that they're going to have to try to sell to him throughout this weekend. And I think for him there's, there's you know, enough familiarity here that with two visits it could be Tennessee. Um, you know, he hasn't visited a lot of places so far, and he's pretty comfortable with that. I think one thing for Roger, and we'll have a little bit more on him later in the week as well, is he made an interesting comment to me that uh, he and his family do not believe in transferring. Uh, that's that's something that they don't believe in, and they want to find the school that's right for them, despite the fact that they haven't been on the road that much. Um, so these visits are important. It's, it's another opportunity for Tennessee to continue to build – um, you know, a relationship with a guy that they've been in it with for some time. Yeah, it's good to say that you know you don't believe a transfer and everything. Things change throughout your collegiate career, obviously. So, uh, but still, you you want to get that first crack. You want to get him on campus. And I would point to you know Jacob Warren has three receiving touchdowns. He's got barely over a hundred yards receiving on the season, but he's got three yep. receiving touchdowns. And I'm pretty sure McCallum Castles. I'm not sure off the top of my head, but he's got at least three as well. That should be a selling point for Tennessee. Yeah, I think so. You know, I think when you look at it, there's a relationship there with guys in that tight end room already. You got to know them a little bit in the summer. Wants to get back around that this summer or, or this visit and hear more. Um, he, he he generally tries to do that on visits. He generally tries to, to hear from players in the room and hear, you know, what the coaches are about, what the program's about, what the offense is about. And if you're looking at it, I think for Tennessee, that is something that works in your favor when you have a guy that's coming in doing that. You have Jacob Warren, a veteran who is probably old enough to be a coach here by, by the time he leaves. He can tell you everything and be very open and genuine with you, and I think McCollin Castles is the same way. So I think that's something that will help Tennessee this weekend um, is having those two guys able to have conversation with Roger Shaliaponga. Two junior college defensive linemen we've talked about throughout the fall making their way in for official visits. Let's start with Kamari Copeland. Um, who is he? What? How big can this weekend be for Copeland? And uh, what's he looking to get out of this weekend here in Knoxville? Yeah, this can be a big visit for Kamari Copeland. I think he's a guy that Tennessee likes pretty good bit. Um, you know, I think this weekend when you have these prep guys come through, most of the time you've had them on campus at least once or twice, right? So you you have an idea for, you know, what to expect from them. You've weighed them in, you've measured them in. I think with these junior college guys, you got to go through some of those, you know, formalities. You got to weigh them in, you got to see what they're all about. I think those are some things that, you know, are an aspect that go into a visit like this. But I think if, if Kamari Copeland checks the boxes, I think there's a chance that he's a guy – that Tennessee pushes for. I think he does a lot of things up front that they like, can play multiple techniques. He's explosive off the ball, really violent hands. Um, and, and that fits into what Tennessee wants to do I'm on the front seven. So, you know, for him, he's kind of played things closer to the vest. It's hard to judge where this recruitment is for him right now. Tennessee's certainly in the mix. Auburn's been a team that's been mentioned. 
Um, you know, with these junior college guys, they're all you have to take into effect. They're also playing a season of their own. So for them, a lot of this relationship building is just coming over the phone. Um, so it, it's hard for them to process. So it feels like for Kamari Copeland and who we'll talk about next, Brian Taylor, that these decisions will go into December as, as they take more official visits and, and feel more calls from coaches once their season is over. Yep, so Maury Copeland's one. The other one coming in is Brian Taylor. And, again, you got to check those boxes, got to weigh, got to measure, got to make sure that they are physically able. I mean, that's uh, – you're always taking a chance when you go JUCO route. But, again, you can find some gems down there. There's been yeah. several several instances over the years for sure. Uh, this, Brian this, Taylor junior coming in college, and, this junior college class is loaded along the defensive line. I mean, you look there at the recruiting prediction machine and Georgia's favored for a junior college defensive line – and it's been some time since we've seen Georgia recruit a junior college defensive lineman, but they're recruiting a couple because this defensive line class from the junior college ranks is viewed very highly. And uh, Brian Taylor is another guy that fits right into that mold. Yeah, Brian Taylor, uh, what, what, what about him? Uh, what does Tennessee like about him? And, you know, what's going to be big for him in this visit this weekend? He's a guy this weekend that I think wants to learn more about the program in general looking for you know typical stuff family feel you know what's it like being around the coaches what's kind of the day-to-day like uh, you know here at Tennessee um, he's a guy that Tennessee likes more as a as an end a five technique that can move around to me probably plays a little bit of that hand in the dirt role similar to what Tyler Barron's played um, this season you know trying to trying to be creative with how you line him up um, but for him this weekend, I think he wants you know to come in, ask some questions, see what this program's all about. He's open. He's pretty open that Tennessee is among his favorite schools. He's told me that for well over a month. Um, and, and one of the reasons why is that Tennessee's communicating with him on a lot of different levels. Um, you know, from Josh Heupel to Rodney Garner to Chop, all those guys are are in his ear. You know, having good communication with him. Um, so I think that's been important to him throughout. And I think that's one of the more unique things that Tennessee has working for him is they're prioritizing him in, with multiple coaches reaching out right now. All right. So Tennessee's hosting a ton. Do you, I know you have names, but real quick, do you have like a number? How many guys, how many 24s are going to be on campus? We'll get to 25 in a moment. 24s, man. It's a, it's a big number if you, yeah. if you count commitments. Um, so I mean, like, commit- like, Big big numbers, but you know five official visitors. The headliners yep. here: you know, Kai Bates, Michael Smith, Jordan Seaton, Cam Michael, Elijah Williams, Elijah Williams, Amari Copeland, Brian Taylor, and Roger Saliapongi. Anybody else that's a super headliner uh, for this weekend? In, in twenty four, no. In twenty five, yeah. in twenty five, there's some big names that that will roll into town. Um, and George McIntyre, obviously, you know your your priority quarterback target. Um, the good good in-state crop expected in town this weekend. Jalen Morgan, four-star safety. Um, Cameron Sparks, four-star athlete out of Baylor. Ethan Utley, four-star defensive lineman out of Innsworth. You know, all those guys expected to be back in town. Uh, David Sanders, the number one offensive tackle in 2025 expected in town. Josh Petty, the number two offensive tackle in 2025, potentially will be in town. Juan Gaston, a top 10 offensive tackle in 2025. From the Atlanta area will be in town. Jordan Young, the number one athlete prospect in 2025, will be in town. Caleb Cunningham, a five-star wide receiver um, from Mississippi, will be in town. It's a massive weekend for Tennessee, um, you know, on that front. 
like a walking, talking encyclopedia. That's what Matt Ray is for this weekend. Really about recruiting overall, does a fantastic job. So we've taken a look at the headliners for the 2024 class, the five OVs, and those guys that we mentioned. Uh, Matt just rattled off, you know, Cam Sparks, obviously George McIntyre, some headliners for 2025s. Let's get into our stat roundup to finish off this week's trail tidbits. And let's start with the quarterback of the class of 2024, Jake Merklinger, and a win. Uh, you know, pressing towards at least in East Tennessee, Matt, you're, we're, we're at quarterfinals this weekend. Um, I would imagine that's the same way, you know, elsewhere. But uh, you're moving on throughout the playoffs. Jake Merklinger, 13 for 13, a perfect day through the air, 260 yards and three touchdowns. Jake Merklinger just continues to show why he is an SEC quarterback. Yeah, just – Again, we say it every time we talk about him. Somehow he's continued to get more efficient every time we talk about him. It felt like maybe the first time he was like 9 to 13 and then 13 to 16. Now he's 13 to 13. But a big win uh, move, moves forward in the playoffs and uh, you know, just continues to show why Tennessee covets him a guy that distributes the ball, doesn't turn it over, and is very, very efficient. I think if you're watching the YouTube right now, I think this is his freshman year. I could be wrong. Maybe sophomore year. This is his freshman year. We're going to go with that. Running a two-minute drill. I mean, the dude just looks super polished even years ago, and he continues to get better. He's really good in the pocket. I mean, he really, really moves so well in the pocket. Yeah. And, of course, you're, you're seeing here a couple of these throws outside the pocket as well. All right. So, Jake Merkling, a really good week last week. Boo Carter setting up for a rematch of the regional championship as Bradley Central is going to host Bearden. But Boo Carter does a little bit of everything again. 98-yard kick return for a touchdown. He had an interception, had a pair of rushing touchdowns. He's a wide receiver. There's no receiving stats there, but he literally, like Cam Michael, does a little bit of everything. Boo Carter continues to look like one of the most dangerous players in the state of Tennessee. Yeah, from what I'm told, that's an that 98 yard kick return is a Bradley Central record um, for for a kick return. The interception I did see a video of it was a, a one handed interception that was was a special play. Uh, and then you know Bradley Central is really creative in the way they get Boo Carter the football. Um, you know he he's a guy that that does multiple different things with it as you can see there, but. Game breaker. That's that's all you can say about him. Just like I mentioned earlier in the show, it, the the list of people that Boo Carter has it connected with in the recruiting world. I think you know, how many times has he not been on you know stat sheet stuffers here? Like I would like to know that because he's on there every week because he's literally making plays every week in in six A football in the state of Tennessee. Yeah, and you're seeing him lay the lay the wood right there. This is a junior year tape, but laying the wood right there from the safety position and. Of course, Tennessee hopes that is a, a sign to come for uh, for years to come here in Knoxville. Jordan Ross, edge player, 12 tackles, three TFLs, had a sack and a half. He continues to uh, get more polished, and as we talked about last week, more of a pass rusher, but obviously at the, at the high school level, you kind of rack up the stats there. 12 tackles, three TFLs, and a sack and a half. Yeah, um, Jordan Ross helped Vestavia Hills to another playoff victory and sets up a big matchup for for those guys against Thompson this weekend. Um, kind of in the state of Alabama for the last several years, It's if you're going to win a state title, you're going to have to go through Thompson. And for about three years in a row there, I think nobody did it. Um, you know, I, I don't know how things played out last year for them. Um, they, they may have won it again. But they, they did make a run, I feel pretty confident. But, you know, Jordan Ross has set up a big matchup there. Thompson's going to have plenty of playmakers. They're going to throw the ball. They've got a young quarterback. Um, it's crazy to even say 2027. Um, 
I know it sounds crazy. He's going to be one of the top quarterbacks in 2027. I saw him last year as an eighth grader um, thrown into action against Buford, who's a powerhouse out of Atlanta, and he came in and, and led some successful drives in that game, and he kind of took that job and, and ran with it. He's visited Tennessee's canvas before. That's Trent Seaborn. Um, welcome to Trail Tidbits, a 2027 name to know across the country at quarterback. You know, we call gambling addicts degenerates, you know, you know, Chinese basketball, table tennis, you know, all that yeah. type of stuff. And we're talking 2027 recruiting yeah. here on Trail Tidbits. But, hey, Matt Ray's the guy to do just that. Last guy, let's end here. We've already talked about him once. That's Cam Michael. Doing just a little bit of everything. Uh, learned something new every day. Um, uh, was, was a quarterback earlier in his career. Playing a little Wildcat quarterback this year. You see right here, if you're watching on YouTube, three passing touchdowns. Um, 209 yards on the ground, working out of that Wildcat. No receiving stats, but again, Cam Michael's a receiver as well. George likes him as a defensive back. Tennessee likes him as a wide receiver athlete. Cam Michael does it all, and he continues to be a big reason why his team continues to win and win and win on into November. Yeah, so here's the thing for me with Cam Michael, right? I went to Statesboro and saw him early in the year, uh, maybe week two, week two, week three of their season. And at the time, Cam Michael, admittedly, he he admits he is raw as a receiver. Um, he wants the ball in his hands in some way on the offensive side of the football. But he he admits that he's raw. There's room for plenty of polish, and um, you know he, he's a dynamic athlete with game breaking speed. That game right here that you're seeing right here, he returned some kicks and he played receiver. And they they struggled at the quarterback position. They struggled to get the football in his hands, even on shorter stuff that they were, you know, moving him around, trying to find ways to get him in space, just to get him a step to where he could go make a play. Um, that game went down to the wire. And all of a sudden, fourth quarter, the opposing team's driving. Guess who checks himself in at defensive back? Cam Michael. Guess who makes the game-saving tackle? Cam Michael. Here we are in November, and Cam Michael, who's played receiver primarily all season long, has now reverted back to that Wildcat quarterback role, doing whatever it takes to help his team win. That, to me, should tell you who Cam Michael is. And again, this is not a shot at you know coaching staffs or anything, but like so many times, it's just like, just get the ball in your playmaker's hand at this level because you're yep. playing at this level, and I know I know Georgia high school football is so much better than. You know, a lot of uh, the high school football in this state and other states, even though the high school football in this state's gotten pretty good here lately. Yes. But yes. just get the get the football into your playmaker's hands. And like in baseball, especially at the college level, like a lot of times, like your best hitter, hit them lead off. You know, it's just like, yep. just give more opportunities to those guys. So that shocks me none that he is doing that wildcat quarterback, using his legs, his arm to, to win playoff games. And, you're right. That says a lot about Cam Michael, the unselfishness of Cam Michael. Yep. A big weekend for Cam Michael here in Knoxville. Obviously, Trail Tidbits went 29 minutes. We're about at 29 minutes right now. A loaded weekend coming up. Obviously, Tennessee football has a big-time football game coming up against the Georgia Bulldogs, the top-ranked Kirby Smarts. And uh, we're going to recap it all, preview it all, coverage all Saturday long right here at BalkWest.com. And then, Matt, on Sunday and Monday and all next week, now, we're going to have tons and tons of recruiting coverage led by UNAP for, to kind of recap what this weekend meant to some of these guys. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll have you guys covered coming out of the weekend. It's it's a huge weekend. Again, five official visitors, numerous 2024 and 2025 
targets and, and names to know throughout that cycle. Guys that Tennessee will try to be in it until the end four in 2025 as well. I'm Eric Kane. That man is Albert Pujols, the machine. <laughs> or Matt Ray in terms of the machine and covering recruiting. And this is Trail Tidbits, FallQuest.com.